Back in April, I recorded an interview with a woman named Christy Walsh, who grew up in a strict Catholic household in Eastern Europe. She has been living in the U.S. for a number of years now, but earlier this year, I had the privilege of meeting her when she stopped in at Simply Attuned, my massage and Reiki business. We got to chatting about energy and healing and the mind and all the books we had read. And then she started to tell me about how she had gone from the typical nine to five job to a stay at home mom. Now that might not seem so different to some of you, but it was how quickly it all happened and the circumstances that led up to her decision that fascinated me. This is a story of a woman that went through an amazing and transformational shift in perspective in a matter of months. I find her story extremely inspiring and I'm honored to be able to share it with you today. Welcome, I'm your host, Jen Stickney, and you're listening to Simply Authentic. Thank you, Christy. I am so glad to have you with us today, and I'm excited to be sharing your story. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited as well. It was great to meeting you, and I know everything happens for a reason. So Right. When I first met you, mm -hmm. we just kind of had this connection because you are already on this path mm -hmm. that I have been on as well to really figure out what life is all about and to figure out how you can make a difference and to do things that make you happy, to not necessarily just put yourself in that box, conforming to what society thinks or says we should be sure. doing and really finding your own path. So I'm fascinated. Could you share with us how, I mean, because you said that this just started in August. There was kind of this really big transition that, that happened for you this last August, and that's not that far away. Right. So. Share with us how you went from that eight to five kind of job and what it took to make that leap for you and kind of just share with us where you are today and how, how you got there. Sure. Yes, I'll be more than happy. And again, thank you so much for having sure. me. So just a quick background on myself. I am 37 years old. I have four beautiful children. My daughter is 11 and I have three boys, nine, seven, and three. And it's a household. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so between 2014 and 2015, I, I, I went through some some things in my life like divorce and bankruptcy. And it was really hard to get back to where I used to be a uh, stay at home mom. And it was always hard for me to to work for somebody or to listen to somebody. Like even when I went to grad school, it was very hard for me and I was working for professors and they would tell me to do something. It was just very hard because I always felt like I'm my own person kind of thing. Fast forward, what happened was after my divorce, um, 2015, I had to find a job. I never had any previous experience. I had my graduate degree, but no experience. And at the time I had three children and then I had to find a job and nobody would hire me. And so I had to go through agency. So I found a job. So in 2015, I also met a really, really, really nice man who taught me that I am or I can be lovable no matter who I am. And so he, he really helped me to get out of that hole where I was in from, like I said, after my divorce and my bankruptcy and all that. And so I just took one day at a time. And my grandma used to ta teach me that um, just one day at a time. And that's how I started to 
take and just be grateful for what I had. I was grateful for having $20 in my wallet, even though I could only put maybe not even $5 in my in, in my tank because I, I wasn't sure if I'm going to make it, you know, and I'll have right. enough money for other things. But I was always, always grateful for every single thing, always grateful for my kids, for their smiles and for all of that. And so I was working at that place. Um, I actually got hired on three months later and I was working and I loved my job. Um, it was a customer service job and I love, love talking to people. I love mm -hmm. uh, helping customers and take them from being upset to being happy. And I, I loved it. It's a unique position because a lot of people don't like that position. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's a lot of turnover in customer service. Right, right. So, yes, and it takes a very special, special personality to enjoy helping people in mm -hmm. that way. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was, I just loved just saying just very simple things, showing just a little bit of compassion. I mean, it, it, everything would turn around. But anyways, I walked away from the job. Uh, my last day was March 22nd. 2019, so of this year. But what happened last year, 2018, it was August 17th, and it was an ordinary day. I believe it was Wednesday. Me and the kids, we got home. We made dinner. I started cleaning up after dinner. Kids started doing their homework, and as I was putting dishes away into the dishwasher, the sharp pain in my stomach, some, somewhere like on a right side just came through like really sharp and I, I just kind of leaned over and I wasn't sure what's going on and then maybe five minutes later again another one in kind of the same spot and then I, I kind of just went lay down just for a few minutes and there were some pains going on not as sharp and then I put I started putting kids getting ready for bed putting them to bed and then I just started feeling nauseous and, but the kids were already in bed, and my fiancé, he uh, had just gotten home, and he uh, went to take a shower. While he was taking a shower, I, it was very quick. Um, I started having chills, like really cold sweat, a lot of sharp pain everywhere in my lower abdomen, and I started Googling all these things that I was feeling, and... And as I Googled, um, it seemed to me like it's probably the appendix. <laughs> and again, while he's in the shower, I called my friend. I said, I have four kids in bed. Would you be able to stop by and watch them? Because I think there's something going on and I need to go to the emergency room. And so we, and that's what happened. We went to the emergency room. It was like 10 p.m. Uh, when we got there and uh, they did... And I, I almost, I actually, I think I started throwing up as we got to huh. ER. And so they did the CAT scan, and sure enough, it was appendix. Oh, okay. And it was just starting to leak. So now what happened at the time, they told me they're going to have to do the surgery. And the doctor told me they're going to have to put me to sleep. Now, I never had surgery before, ever, in my life. I never was put to sleep and all I could think was what if I don't wake up hmm. what's gonna happen if I don't wake up and and I remember being they took me through these all these hallways into this big room uh, doctors nurses and these lights and and it's just me and completely no control over anything 
and all I can think, am I going to wake up? Like, what's going to happen with my kids? Did I do a good job? And just looking on these floors and white ceilings, it was everything just got real. The next thing I knew, I woke up and everything <laughs> was over. However, before that, I literally never took any days off, only if the kids were sick, because we only got so many days off, um, or the PTO. And I actually learned that I was able to take at least two weeks of paid time off because of the, the surgery and all that. So it happened on August 17th. So it was just the last two weeks right before the school started. And I was so grateful. I was so happy, even though when I got home, I was in pain and all that. But that experience was so powerful. What we did for those two weeks, me and the kids, we would just enjoy each other, like have breakfast together. We didn't have to get ready for anything or rush to anything. And we would just go outside for a walk or go to the park or watch a movie or just different things. And actually, one of the things that really had an impact on me, we were watching a movie. I believe it was the movie Heaven is for Real about the boy who um, died and went to heaven and then came back. And while we were, wa or while we were watching that movie, my eight-year-old son said, uh, Mom, why don't you teach my religious ed class this year? And before, there was no way that I could be able to do that because of the hours of work and all that. Right. And, and I said, sure, why not? I'll make it work. After those two weeks that I was able to just relax and spend with my kids and, and just think about life, and I went back to work and it just didn't feel right. I felt like I was trapped. I've been working there for over three years, and those two weeks, that's all I get. The life is, we don't know when it's going to end. And so it seemed like it's not right, like I'm not doing something right because there's so much more to it. And it didn't feel right to be trapped at that work and somebody telling me when I can take lunch, when I can take break, that I can leave at 4.30 and then rush, get the kids from school, from daycare, get some dinner ready and, and and it was just never ending cycle and so what happened was that I started reading different books uh, self-development books the first one that somehow I came across not sure how it happened but it was how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie just opened up my mind to so many different things and so as I I read that one well actually I have to say I don't read books I don't I don't have time to read books but I do um, through Amazon I purchased the the audibles okay yes that's the way my husband yeah. loves to read books too yeah read and, <laughs> yeah but there's no, no way that we ever drive anywhere me alone or with the kids that there's not an audible in the background that's not fantastic. music but yeah. just audibles and so my kids are also learning with me so I think it's a great way to use your time so yours are old enough that they don't I mean, I would think that for my kids, they probably complain about something like that. They're, too, they're young. We have done audibles, but it's not the learning type of material that we listen to. It's more of a story type material. But so yours do fairly well with just yes, they like mm -hmm. they like. I mean, my eleven year old daughter, she she just loves these kind of things. Okay, that's fantastic. And the boys, I mean, they I don't know if they. I'm sure it's sinking in somewhere, but they don't complain about it and. And then my three-year-old, he has his little toys or whatever he, you know, so... It's they don't, there, but it's sinking in. It's you sinking know, it's, in, it's right. It's there, mm -hmm. right. 
And so, and, and it was just, and then so it went from that book to the next book to the next book. And um, the, another, the, the next one that was really, really mind-opening and just changed so much was The Code of the Extraordinary Mind by Vishen Lakhiani. And what happened was, as I was reading that book, he talked about the meditation and how it changed his life, how he went from living on his college friend's sofa, because that's all he could afford, renting that couch from his friend, to that month making $5,000. And it was through meditation he got these amazing ideas, the intuition, the ideas that he pulled through meditating that it changed his world and changed his life. And I mean, he's doing amazing things now with the Mind Valley and all that. Right. Yeah. He's the, for those who aren't aware, uh, Vishen Lakhiani is the creator or founder of mindvalley.com. And it's a place where you can go to get all kinds of information from a lot of different people on self-growth. Right. And so also during that book, I, I guess I Googled more about him and I started doing the six face meditation and it's, you can find that on YouTube. It's completely free. He has 21 minute one and he has 13 minute one. Yeah. It's the six phase meditation. Yeah, it's like six SIX phase mm-hmm. meditation. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I really like that meditation because it incorporates the gratitude factor. It incorporates the who we are in the universe factor and also where we can visualize things. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a really, really great meditation. When I did that meditation the very first time, it was my first meditation ever because I never meditated before. And I did it in the morning before I went to work. It was amazing. My whole day was amazing. And that's when I realized that I'm onto something here. <laughs> and obviously in the book, he talks about how he, what happened to him. And so I just kept meditating and kept meditating. And the ideas that I would get right after meditation would be just amazing. And so what happened was, and the, the meditation and all that started, I believe it was end of January, sometime in February of this year. And remember I said that I my last day was uh, March 22nd. So, right, okay. So yeah. that was very quick. Very quick, very, very <laughs> quick, yes. What happened was, Maybe a week doing these meditations, I was sitting at my desk and I was doing what I love. I still love talking to the customers, but I felt, I felt this thing around me that was so much bigger and it felt like there's so much more that I can do. There's so much unused potential that is not being used right now. And I felt guilty and yet very excited at the same time. I don't know if it makes sense. So guilty of, of not, not using it. Not, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I felt that there's a calling, that there's a purpose for me being here. And so now as I even read more books and go through more courses, of course we're here for a purpose, right? And, um, <laughs> and we are here to experience whatever we need to experience and then share why we are in this body in the first place. You know, <laughs> right. there's a reason for it. And then two weeks before the March 22nd, we had our corporate meeting. They started talking about different things like making, I, I honestly, I don't even remember, but it was something to the effect of making uh, either the break shorter or something to the effect where there was even more 
uh, time for working instead of yes. So basically, even getting more out of the employee right. than giving us, you know, and then the the quality scores had to be higher, and and so I was sitting there, and, and honestly, like I said, I don't even remember most of it. I remember there was talk and talk and talk, and in my head or in my being. I felt like I'm in prison, but mm. it was more than prison. That feeling was so hopeless. There was no hope. Mm. And I think that's the worst feeling you can ever feel. Right. And actually, I never had that feeling before until that moment. And I never want to feel that feeling ever again. And I think it's a, it was a great feeling, and I'm grateful for that feeling. Because what happened was that when the meeting was over, I walked out. I went to my desk. I couldn't sit down. I went upstairs to my boss. I said, here's my two-week notice. I can't be here anymore. Right. I was thinking about it before, but having four children, it's, you have to kind of be more responsible, <laughs> you know. Um, so but, you were afraid to make that leap because you were supporting these four kids right. and they mm-hmm. needed, obviously, to be taken care of with money and, and an Correct. income of some kind. Correct. So yes, insurance. That's a very, yes, insurance. It's a yes. very scary step to make. Yes. But at that moment, there was nothing scarier than, <laughs> than that staying. feeling. That Yes. Mm. And it was that feeling, really. I felt so trapped, such a dark place. It was all in my mind and, and in my spirit. And that was it. The next two weeks, I felt really good. I was looking forward to it, and, and then I was done. So it's been over... A month now that I've been stay-at-home mom. Um, I do have few streams of income from online. However, my main focus while kids are in school is I'm diving deeper and deeper and deeper into who we are, why are we here, how energy is everything, and how energy is just trapped in this body, and how much power we have. That day, when I put in my two-week notice, I actually had finished listening to Audible, and I didn't have nothing new. And I was on my way to pick up the kids from school. And I can't drive if I don't listen to something, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And so I went to YouTube, and Wayne Dyer was the one who came up. And he just started talking about I am and what that really means. He came out and said, I am well. I'm doing great. And so he kept talking, and then I was already almost by the kid's school when he said, I am God. We are gods. That was it. That moment, I got goosebumps everywhere. (laughs) Because I grew up in a very, very strict Catholic family. We were taught that... God is king and we are their children, right? At that moment, it hit me so hard that if I am God and God is creator, shouldn't I be able to create things? And I actually started like kind of crying um, and then I had to get the kids. But (laughs) it was so powerful and then I listened more and more to him. And then during the video, he introduced... An amazing lady, her name is Anita Murjani, who was battling a stage 4 cancer and was in coma. And how during being in coma, for 30 hours, she actually went to the next realm and went to the other side. 
and what she experienced. And that's a whole <laughs> other interview. But she is just amazing if you guys get a chance. Uh, Anita Murjani's videos, you can find them on YouTube. Um, on her page, she actually goes live most days and she announces that. Um, just amazing, amazing story and what she has learned and how much everything that she learned there within those 30 hours, it confirms everything that people like Wayne Dyer, Greg Braden, Bruce Lipton, Vishen, Lakiani, Jim Rowan, Jeffrey Allen, Joe Dispenza, Abraham Hicks. Yeah. All of those other names I, I am well familiar with, so it's funny that I'm not familiar with this Anita Mojani. Yeah. What she learned is so, so consistent with what these guys who actually are teaching from the kind of science point of view, actually, because like Dr. Um, Bruce uh, Lipton and mm -hmm. Greg Braden and Joe Dispenza, I love Joe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they are teaching this from, or they have learned this from the scientific kind of view. Mm -hmm. Everything is so congruent and consistent. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So we are on the right path. And another thing that also really, um, and again, all these guys are in there, the movies The Secret and then the documentary Heal. Well, you have seen The Secret, right? Yes, I have right. seen The Secret. So The Secret and then um, the Bob Proctor. Bob Proctor. <laughs> Um, Bob Proctor is the ultimate guru. And so, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've been just kind of diving into all of this. And it's all together. It's just one big thing. But then they all have these views that are so amazing. And then you just kind of relate. You might not relate to one, but then you relate to other. But as you listen to them, you see that everything works together. It's all there. Listening to this has taken you from a place of working that 8 to 5 kind of job having the surgery and the two t two weeks time off where you really kind of had a shift in perspective about where mm -hmm. where your priorities were and what was important to you. Mm -hmm. And after that, you, you were still doing the job, but you really weren't enjoying it. And then they tried to put more restrictions on you and you're, you're just everything within you said, absolutely not, not going to happen. I just need to get out of here. So you put in your two week notice, you left. And I assume in that two weeks, you were trying to figure out what else you were going to do but did you just kind of assume something would happen? I mean, are you were you at that point where you just believed it would work out? Or were you nervous about it? Because that's a really big shift when you have kids at home and they're depending on you. You've got bills. You've got responsibilities. So you've, you've listened to all this information. Was there something in the stuff that you were listening to that made you feel good about this, this decision? Made you feel like it was all going to work out? How did you get to the point where you were still okay Sure. After making that shift. Okay. And that's the fascinating part. <laughs> not once, not single time, I felt worried. Okay. Not once. And I think a big reason why I did not feel worried, and again, this is all comes together from God, universe, the fact that I, that Wayne Dyer came up with, or came on, in YouTube that same day when I put the notice oh, right. and said, and I you... am, I am God, right? I think that it's huge because that moment gave me peace. It gave me, I never, not, not once in during those two weeks that I worried that financially or what, any kind. Like I was in a total bliss, <laughs> 
so that was a big big message obviously but then also like i said vishen lakhiani he started meditating and he went from this to that but i mean i'm definitely work in progress there's so many things that i want to do and the impact that i would want to make and i know i can and the realization and i love that because you have that message everywhere <laughs> that i am enough i am enough to create anything i can i and we can all of us we are enough just to make money just mm-hmm. as we are to make money on the internet we don't have to be a in, guru or yes and we don't have to participate what i call literally that's what i call a modern day slavery the corporate world the 9 to 5 mm-hmm. that's how i felt by the way that day i felt like a slave like a prisoner we don't have to we do not have to and and that's the message that i want to give out there that we have everything in us to make that stream of income and to give and to impact and to create so thank you so much for having yeah. me today yeah, i really really appreciate it it's my pleasure it. thank you so yeah. much for joining yes. me all right thank you love this episode i'd love it if you left a rating and review on apple podcasts When you do, you help me to reach more individuals just like you who are looking for a shift in perspective or to discover their own truth within. This episode was produced and edited by me, your host, Jen Stickney, using Adobe Audition as well as tools available at anchor.fm, your one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. The music used in this podcast is titled Clear Progress by Scott Holmes. Thanks again for listening.